Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Sandball Podcast Network. We're putting the band back together. From the twisted minds who brought you the original fan ball. We had a band pile with enough to turn goat piss in the gas. This is the Fan Ball Fantasy Football Podcast. If you're dumb. Surround yourself with smart people. And if you're smart, surround yourself with smart people who disagree with you. And welcome back to another episode of the Fanball Fantasy Football Podcast. That a way to hit it. <laughs> hit it there. Uh, John Tuvey is sitting across from me. We have a few drinks Hi. in hand. <coughs> Mine's vitamin water. Mine is, is not. not. <laughs> <laughs> and Jay Clemens is on the phone down in uh, Brazil or something. How are you doing, Jay? I'm in Atlanta, but yes, to you guys, it might as well be Brazil. <laughs> yeah, it's it's somewhere where it's not, you know, 15 degrees out. <laughs> oh, so. Jay's, I can't wait till Jay gets back and it's sub-zero Yeah, for the next nice. three well, months. That's the, the, see, that's the De- Debbie Downer here. It's... 67 in, well, not 67, it was mid-60s yesterday, and it's probably just as warm, and then I'll be going to Detroit tomorrow for Christmas, and so that will help me kind of bridge the gap between Atlanta, warm weather, Detroit, and then what, because I've seen what you guys have coming uh, on the weather app for next week, and uh, the high apparently will be one degree. Nice. Nice. Ooh, heat wave I'm, I'm busting out my shorts. If we're going to get up to one degree, sweet. Wow. Yeah. I, I, I just packed away my summer clothes, but I guess I'll get those back out. I don't want to Go ahead. be in this position where, you know, like someone says, you know, this is your best way to build an igloo. You know, like it, trust us. It's the best way. Nice. Nice. All right. So in the lobby on Fanball this week. We have a lot of awesome contests, as always, but we do have some Saturday-only slates. Uh, they are interesting. We'll have an article with some Saturday-only must-haves and values going up soon. Uh, it's it's an interesting slate because, in my opinion, not a lot of good players in that slate. Well, there's there's one. I, I guess there's two teams playing for playoff spots. Yeah. But there's not. Yeah, it's, it, I think, interesting is the appropriate word here. It's a intriguing slate yes you, you will your knowledge will be it, tested your ability to it, identify shinola in the piles of yes non-shinola it, it, it's kind of one of those nice slates in where you can grab all the studs you know <laughs> because there aren't a whole lot of them so uh go, go play of some of those where you know how people like to do their christmas they don't like the christmas shop during an nfl game because they're worried about what they're still missing so 
Uh, if you're in a seasonal or a daily league, you're probably only starting Alex Collins and maybe Jeremy Macklin for that first game. So basically, you can, if you're not starting those guys, you can go out and do your Christmas shopping and be back for a much more competitive game at, at night with Minnesota and Green Bay. Yeah, the, that that first game doesn't have a lot. I mean, Hilton's got a bad matchup. Maybe you're playing him or Doyle or whatever, but yeah, just not Yeah, a Doyle, lot. okay, I'll give you Doyle, yeah. Yeah, so uh, you can also draft Saturday-only slate or Sunday slate or, you know, the full gamut, I believe, on Fanball. We, we have this draft set up where you can go draft against two, four, six, or eight people, and there are free ones in the lobby. If you, if you just want to go try it out, there are free ones. You don't win prizes, but they're free, and you can try it, try it out, see what it's like, see how incredibly awesome and fun it is. So go jump in there. And lastly, we do still have the Charch Chase Challenge going on, the Cha-Cha-Cha. It's fanball.com backslash Charch. And basically, if you beat Charch, you get a ticket into the week 17. That's only a couple weeks away. That's the four Chas, the Chase Charch Challenge Championship. There it is. Yeah. It's sponsored by Cheetos. I think we oh, got to get Cheetos we in need to, to get make sponsors. it the five Chas. <laughs> yeah. There, there it is. Um, uh, week 17 championship where there's 15,000 in prizes, 5,000 to first. All you got to do is beat Charch this week, fanball.com backslash Charch. Now let's finally get into the values. <laughs> so why don't we start with, let, let's just go around the room to Jay first. Wait, that doesn't work. Well, it's, we went a long way around the room. <laughs> That's we a went long down way to Brazil, the and then we'll work our way back up. Yep. All right. Jay, who's your quarterback? I have Alex Smith at $6,100. Uh, I don't really, it, it's not one of these things where it just sounds really great on paper you're, and, you're, and you think he'll dominate like, you take away the game against uh, the Chargers last week where you had two touchdowns, and Smith has been actually quite deflating at home fantasy-wise compared to the absurd numbers he's been posting on the road. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it wasn't an obvious thing, but I have him, what, I think he's my number nine quarterback for the week, which is still pretty good. But when you match up the $6,100 value to the number nine ranking, it makes perfect sense. Plus, I'll give you one good stat. Uh, on the season, the Dolphins have surrendered the 10th most uh, passing touchdowns to, to quarterbacks this year. So, uh, you know, I think at the very least, Smith is a good lock for 240, 250 yards and multiple touchdowns. So I will definitely take that at the price of 6100 The only thing I ask, if you're going to pick a low-key quarterback, and I say this pretty much every week, if you're going to pick a low-key quarterback, make sure you absolutely have a handcuff. So if you're going Smith, you better be going Travis Kelsey as your handcuff at tight end. Yeah, that's uh, – so you don't want to go naked Smith this week. All right. <laughs> uh, yeah, Alex Smith, 6,100. Uh, it's one of those weird weeks where the very top quarterbacks, I, I think Newton's like 7,900. Uh, so you're not, you're not paying up a ton to, to get a top quarterback. But if you do need to save 1,600 bucks or 1,700 bucks or 1,500 bucks, Alex Smith, pretty, pretty decent option. He's been, he's been very good on the road this year. Uh, John Tuvey. Who do you got? As long as it's not a Jaguar, we're going to be okay here. Okay. He's more than a Jaguar. <laughs> more than a Jaguar. He's, he's, he's like a, a silk-suited Jaguar, I think, Blake Bortles. 
Um, he's a new man. He's a new man recently. Well, he was he was the butt of a joke, butt of the joke at yeah. the start of the season, and everybody followed uh, Blake Bartle's facts on Twitter, and and it was kind of funny. Well, it's very funny. It's one of the more entertaining accounts on Twitter. But over the past three weeks, he's averaging more than three hundred yards a game. He's thrown seven touchdowns without an interception. All of a sudden, he's winning people fantasy weeks in DFS when taking people to fantasy title games. Um, and he's done it without Allen Robinson, Allen Hearns, Marquise Lee most of the time, did it without uh, Leonard Fournette last week. And now he gets a 49ers secondary that's allowed two or more touchdown passes in eight of the last nine games. Mm-hmm. He may or may not get Leonard Fournette back, um, but actually the Niners have been pretty good against the run, so it's not going to be just hand the ball to Fournette 30 times and, and let him chew it up. You know, the uh, No team has allowed fewer rushing yards over the last five games than San Francisco. So the Jaguars are still playing for a bye. I mean, wrap your head around that. The Jaguars could have a bye mm-hmm. in the first round of the AFC playoffs, yeah. and they're leaning on Blake Bortles this week. And for $6,500, I want in on that show. Yeah, count me in with Blake Bortles, and he has never not qualified for the World Cup. That is true. He never has. He has never not qualified for the World Cup. It, it's weird that Bortles has become like a good option. Like he, people are starting him every week now. Where <laughs> you tell me that before the season? That's shocking. I'm gonna go a little cheaper here. I'm gonna go with Eli Manning. I don't even like doing it, but he. <sighs> But the Cardinals have allowed multiple touchdowns to five of the last six quarterbacks. Manning's got six multiple court, multiple touchdown games. And he just he just had a huge game last week. And the Giants, since Manning's return from you know that unceremonious benching, he, they're passing over fifty times per game over the last couple games. Fifty plus wow. attempts per game for Manning. That's high volume. Yeah. There's a there's a lot of opportunity there. Plus, you kind of gotta like that. Uh, you know, Patrick Peterson isn't gonna follow Shepard into the slot. They got Matthew there. He's not gonna do that. Shepard Shepard should have some play. Ingram should have some play. I don't expect any other wide receivers to have some play. But uh, yeah, it's I think he's an okay option this week at 5900. He's you know 2,000 off the top guys. So. That's a nice way to save some money. And, and like you mentioned with Shepard and, and slot receivers have been killing the Cardinals. And it's not that, uh, you know, uh, Honey Badger and, and Buda Baker have been no, bad they've been in good. coverage. They've been good. But I think through sheer volume, because you don't want to throw up Patrick Peterson. Yep. Uh, Williams on the other side has been mm-hmm. fantastic. So here's your op- opportunity. Yep. And what did uh, Shepard have for targets last week? Ridiculous. Yeah, what did you say? last I mean, couple weeks. Double-digit targets, so Eli is going to lean on him. And yep. That's that's a nice way to pick up, you know, pay pay for the volume, pay cheaply. Yep, exactly. All right. Okay, can I add one thing, guys, here? Go for it. Uh, typically, when you have games going against teams, that at the end, especially Christmas Eve that week, it, these games are either real dogs or they're very entertaining, and they almost surpass their expectations. Based on what you said about the Giants, I'm all in on this game because the Giants have allowed the defense has allowed the most passing touchdowns and the most t- uh, receiving touchdowns to tight ends. We'll get into that a little bit later, oh, yeah. but just like it's scoring begats scoring. Like one, like when one team picks it up, the other team either falls way behind or they match them uh, shot for shot. So if you're telling me that the Giants are averaging 50 passes a game since Eli got benched that one week against against San Francisco then I'm all in on whatever you got for this week because 
no one has any expectations of good stuff, but yet I would be shocked if this wasn't an over and under of more than 50 points. Yeah, it's it. I, I, I'm with you. I think that it's going to be probably a pretty high-scoring game. Uh, the over-under currently on this game is 40. So... Oh my God, that's that's the no. I I know pound the over says Jay. Well, yeah, but Larry Fitzgerald does wonderful at at home. I'm not worried about the DJ Foster, Elijah Penny, Kerwin Williams dynamic for the Cardinals. Like, uh, yeah, this this has got high scoring games written all over. Yeah, yeah, I I can definitely see that, especially the way the defenses are playing. Um, Jay, who's your running back? Well, it's funny. I'm glad you asked here because I have Cabri Bibbs uh, for the Redskins. I've been touting him all week, and I refuse to get off that train here. I don't think you uh, should. I agree. It's $3,000 for a guy that I guarantee will do well here. Okay, and I've got a few reasons why. Bibbs looked great last week. Uh, in his one cameo, he snagged all four receiving targets for 47 yards and one touchdown uh, on Monday or Sunday. I forget what day it was. Uh, uh, head coach grade Jay Gruden praised Bibbs' work, and even talked optimistically about an expanded role in the offensive attack. It's human nature for Bibbs, who was, his original team was the Broncos. It's, a, it's human nature for him to want to do very well against his old team, especially yep. a Broncos team that has allowed the most receiving touchdowns to opposing backs all year. And then don't forget, the Redskins have averaged only 17 points since Week 12, coinciding with Chris Thompson's season and the injury. In other words, they absolutely need someone to fill that Chris Thompson void. For $3,000, guys, I'm all on board with Capri Bibbs this week. Love it. Love it. I, uh, I, was, uh, I liked Bibbs coming out of school. I think it was Colorado State. I heard an interview with him. He, yeah, he just they, has they a just good... had a graphic on him the other night. Of He has what the most seasonal touchdowns he's like third or fourth all time for one yeah season. yeah, yeah. great i think he's one of only like four to have 31 rushing touchdowns in a season something like that or over 30 rushing touchdowns um yeah. but yeah he he, 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 he mean, seemed like he had a good head on his shoulder else. i like this call yeah p ryan is, is is productive but he's slow and kind of plodding and things like they absolutely need somebody like bibbs to finish out the season so bibbs could actually be playing for a an expanded role next year although you know chris thompson will be healthy at the very least, Bibbs is playing to audition to be that Chris Thompson role for another team next right. year. And $3,000, that's a great deal. You know, just quickly before oh, we go to deal. John on the other side, Devontae Booker, 3,800. Uh, no team has allowed more rushing yards over the last five weeks than the Redskins. And they've allowed a, f- a few, you know, guys, Elijah Penny, Austin Eckler, Rod Smith, to have good games as second running backs. So he's a pretty good value there, too. <laughs> I just was uh, noticing on my right about that game. Uh, John Tuvey, who's your running back this week? Well, I'm going to uh, look into my crystal ball, try and uh, decipher which Tennessee Titans running back you're going to want this week against (laughs) the Rams. And and the guy I like at $5,600 is Derrick Henry. Um, Even though the Rams are no longer awful against the run, um, that's the way that the Titans are going to attack them, especially at home. And when you look at what Derrick Henry's done at home, uh, he loves the home cooking. He's seen double-digit carries in four of his last five games at Adelphia Coliseum. No, wait, uh, LP Field. No, no, wait, no, wait. It's it's Nissan Stadium now. That's in Nashville. In Nashville, yeah, Derrick Henry. Yeah. The last uh, five times he's played there, four games with double-digit carries. In those five games, he scored three times. He's topped 100 yards twice. 
we know he's more effective than DeMarco Murray mm-hmm. um, at home. Averaging I, over five and a half yards right. per carry. I know home. Fish has been working up some yards per carry stats and five and a half per Henry. Um, I think it's a, an opportunity. The, the way that the Titans need to approach this game is to grind it out and with that uh, exotic smash mouth. And I think this is the one where Henry gets – he had 11 fewer carries than – DeMarco Murray last week. That's ridiculous. It's going to be much closer to a 50-50 split or Henry getting more carries. And uh, if you're looking to pay down at the running back position, I think for 5,600, he offers some serious upside. Yeah, I, I I obviously like that a lot. I like I like Henry so much more than Murray this week. And that, that's almost a clear sign that, that it's not going to go that way. So <laughs> You're on the bus, so everybody else get off. Yes. I get it. Okay. So where was I going to go with you this? You were going to go to your guy. It was going to be a sweet transition, too. Okay. Just really smooth. Well, smooth transition here. Uh, my guy is Theo Riddick for this week. Um, he's practicing in full. Yeah, Amir Abdul has come back. But the Bengals have allowed the second most rushing yards, the most receiving yards, and the most total touchdowns over the last five weeks. They're the one of the worst in the league against running backs over the last five weeks. And against Minnesota last week, it clearly feels like the Bengals have just given up. <laughs> They've just come. <laughs> well, their coach, their coach has already said, "I'm leaving at the end of the year." And what does that tell the locker room? The, the guys that aren't hurt. I mean, the ones that have stuck around for put in uh, 15 weeks of, of hard work, and, and they see all these other guys that have tapped out, you know, aren't playing. They're, they're down what a couple linebackers, and um, Joe Mixon maybe comes back this week. But there's there's a lot of people who. Um, are, are are tapping out for the Bengals and they got to look around saying, "Hey, I'm I'm nicked up. What? My coach is bailed. My teammates are bailing. What? You know, other than putting something on tape and yeah, it's it's not going to be pretty uh, unless you are a, a theoretic owner. I think it's a great opportunity for the uh, for the Lions to uh, run all over the uh, motors. Uh, no, what, what's they're not. The, it's the Motor City Kitties Motor and City the, Kitties. the River City Growlers. I can't I remember what know. the uh, what the Bengals were. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know what, what, what if they have a name. Yeah, well, I, you're right about the Motor City Kitties, but yeah, yes, I, definitely I Motor City Kitties. Also, the the Queen City. Some, yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever. Yeah. Riddick's averaging nearly five catches per game over the last three, and the Bengals' defense is allowing nearly 13 yards per catch to running backs over the last five, which is one of the worst in the NFL. So, so five catches at 13. Oh, that's already a good day. Yeah, that's there's already a good 65 day. 65 in the in the. There's a touchdown yep. for Theo Riddick. $4,500 for Riddick. Uh, I'm going to throw this one in here just because he's $3,100. Bottom barrel type of deal, kind of like Bibbs. Mike Gillisley, revenge game. <laughs> uh, <laughs> New England versus Buffalo. Uh, Rex Burkhead, almost certainly out, has not practiced all week. It sounds like... You know, it sounds like even if he is, you know, getting better, they'll rest him, you know, because <laughs> they don't need him. Right. Uh, so Gillisley, revenge game, 3,100. There's not really anything more than that. Just <laughs> so um, let's move on to wide receivers. Uh, let's see. Uh, let's see if there's a smooth transition there. No, no. Nope, nope. Let's start. Let's go to a wide receiver whose name also starts with a G. <laughs> That's terrible. Ted Ginn. Jay, your guy is Ted Ginn. Tell us about him. Did you just refer to him as terrible Ted Ginn? I like that. Now it's like a good wrestling <laughs> Nice. Oh, nice. Jay, uh, t- okay. tell us why we should all have Ted Ginn at $5,300 in our lineups. 
5300, thank you for mentioning that. Um, you know, it's not the strongest of hunches here. Uh, like the Cabri Bibs thing kind of had like the evidence to back it up. This is kind of like an Alex Smith call where I'm feeling reasonably confident based on just some peripheral numbers. I will say the against uh, opposing wideouts, the Falcons have allowed, what, bottom 10 numbers in terms of receptions allowed to the receivers and for targets, uh, receiving yards, and receiving touchdowns allowed. They're nothing better than middle of the pack. So that makes me feel good. But the reason I'm going with this pick is Drew Brees. Uh, of his last eight – wait, let me pull up the set here. Of his last eight games against Atlanta at home since 2009 – he is a perfect eight for eight in collecting either 300 yards passing and or three touchdowns. Oof. And during that prolific stretch at the Superdome, Breeze is averaging. He's ravaged the Falcons for 331 yards passing and 2.4 touchdowns per game. So you throw that all together. I think Michael Thomas and Alvin Kamara will do very well. Hopefully they'll lead my team in a seasonal league to a championship. But at the same time, uh, I expect Ted Ginn to get his normal – Ted Ginn take at home of something in the neighborhood of five catches, 55 yards, and probably a touchdown. So it's not the strongest of plays, but Drew Brees' numbers tell me that you at least have to give Ginn, terrible Ted Ginn, a chance. Wow. Yeah, wow. That's Those are some hella great numbers from Drew Brees in Atlanta, at, or against Atlanta. Wow, that's – did not realize that. <laughs> um, yeah, wow. He, he did not have that running game for a lot of those, but uh, – no, that's true. See, you, everything needs to be couched with saying yep. this is easily the most prolific rushing attack Breeze has ever had, and we might even be talking about the years with the Ladini Thomas. And like this, this group is so good that you kind of have to couch the numbers. But at the same time, I will bet every. I'm in Atlanta right now. Okay, I will bet everything I own in this world that the Saints will win this game this week because they need it. Uh, both teams need it badly, but the Saints are looking for revenge, and it just has all the makings of a just a, a Saints party of points. And so uh, I, I think that's, that'll play out. This. By the way, just to, to touch on you betting everything you own, don't include your monitor in that because <laughs> when you come back up here uh, in January, we, we it's gone. So sorry about that. We can't oh, find it. Tell you yeah. guys, I'm, never, I'm never coming back. It's, <laughs> it's not on my desk, so don't. It's not, it's not currently being used by me. I have, I have created a mega desk. <laughs> since you've like that scene in Batman where he's tracking everyone's the cell office, phone. The office. <laughs> All right. Now you guys uh, are in for a rude awakening when, you, when it's January 8th and I'm still not there. You know, like, I, I'm not going back. <laughs> we can only hope. <laughs> nice. I mean, uh, it'll be good to see you. All right. Who's your guy there, John? <laughs> well, I'm going to stick in the uh, NFC South, and uh, I'm going to go back to last week's well because – Worked out okay to, to it did. identify Demir Bird as a, a potential guy, and then uh, what's what's the the butt swag butt drag swag butt drag swag on what <laughs> didn't look like a catch. I thought I probably saw three other catches that were not ruled catches over the weekend that were more of a catch than that. But hey, I'll I'll take the uh, I'll take the touchdown <laughs> from Bird and another great matchup. He gets uh, another he gets uh, the Buccaneers who have allowed by far the most yards to wide receivers this year and the third most touchdowns to wide receivers. They've also allowed eight different wide receivers to go for 50 or more yards uh, or a touchdown in just the last five weeks. Plus add to that that Devin Funches is a little nicked up. Damian Bird could be the entirety of the 
Panthers outside passing game. I mean, they've, they've got Greg Olson back. They've got Christian McCaffrey. Those guys are obviously going to get their targets. But, man, against that Tampa Bay secondary, I think there's going to be some, some shots to the diminutive yet speedy Demir Bird. And at uh, 4,600, I'm, I'm jumping in that boat again. I think I that'll like work it. out. I'm surprised the price jumped that I high. like it, Chief. Well, you know, Oz. I like it. I've got Cam as my number one quarterback for the week. So I'm yep, I do, it. too. Yep. I do, too, and I'm, so does Charge. Everybody's got Cam as their one, it seems like. So watch him fail now. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, we don't want that. And this, it, this would be like two years ago when everybody in ESPN had Michigan State getting the Final Four and they lost in the first round of Middle Tennessee State. So let's hope that that doesn't repeat itself here. Yeah, yep. Uh, Jay, why don't you give us a tight end? Ricky, don't lose the number. Uh, yeah, let's go. Ricky Seals Jones, the tight end. Uh, oh, man, I'm so worried about that game, or about those tight ends. <laughs> yeah, oh, give no, it to no, us. I'm not going Ricky Seals Jones. I'm sorry. I changed my pick at the very last second. I'm going Eric Ebron. Okay. Oh, okay. Here's the reason yeah, again? I Ricky yeah. Seals Jones. Just for the listeners, when Stanton was in, yeah. uh, Jermaine Gresham had 89 yards and two touchdowns in the two games with Stanton. And all of Seals Jones stuff came with Gabbert. So, like, I'm wondering if it was a Gabbert connection or if it was just Ricky Seals Jones emerging. So, it's a great matchup there. Uh, I just, I, I guess I'd lean RSJ, but man, that's that's a tough call for me. But luckily, Jay is going to well, tell you all about Eric Ebron at 4,300. Well, no, but the reason I, I went originally Seals Jones because I, I had felt pretty good about him. And then I looked and I was shocked to see that Seals Jones is actually what? Four to five hundred dollars more than Ebron. Wow! So Ebron, we're talking in the last five weeks, guys. He ranks among tight ends. He's in the top six for receptions, targets, and receiving yards. And touchdowns, I think he's at one or two. So he's not horrible in that regard. So if you're riding a red hot guy against a defense that is injury wrecked and has essentially given up, why wouldn't you do Ebron for a cheaper price? So I was all set to go Seals Jones because. The Giants have the worst passing defense against the quarterbacks in terms of touchdowns allowed, and for tight end touchdowns, they also rank dead last in the NFL. So that would have been a great pick, but I was just shocked to see that Ebron, you know, 4,300 is rather affordable for a guy that you're comfortable with him putting up good numbers, you know, hopefully something in the realm of 60 yards, five receptions, and a touchdown. So to me, this made more sense than Seals Jones, even though Seals Jones probably has the better matchup on paper. Yeah, that's you're you're right. I mean, it's definitely the better matchup, but there are concerns. And Ebron is so much safer for so much so so many dollars sure, less. Sure, I'll, I'll tell it to you, because Matthew Stafford isn't. You know, you you can't bring him down. You can't take him down. The mangled hand problem is no one's worried about that anymore. Uh, the receivers are doing a good job of get, of getting downfield, or at least taking away the attention from Ebron. So Ebron has been wonderful. He runs a lot of those team routes like Gronkowski and Tom Brady do for the Patriots. So, And he's really got a crossing routes as well. I don't know if Ebron will be back with the Lions, but he certainly finished strong. And I certainly respect the effort that he's put in to these last five days. I think Jay is now regretting burning his Eric Ebron jersey like he did ceremoniously in the offseason. <laughs> no, no I, I don't own any Lions apparel, not a single. I had a Detroit Lions watch when I was a kid, and that's pretty much it. All right, let's uh, – J- J- no, not Jay. John, why don't you tell us about somebody super old? I'm going to turn back the clock. This guy is almost as old as me, not not quite. but I think he's like – Basically almost. 
I think he's a couple months younger than me, actually. Well, that's, so he's about my age. Yeah, and he and is. You run slightly faster than him. He is eight months younger than me. You may have more yards after catch than him. <laughs> it's possible. He's he's more of a fall <laughs> after catch guy. But with Hunter Henry on injured reserve, there's there's one more rodeo, one more hurrah for Antonio Gates before he kicks in the uh, countdown to Canton. The Chargers have targeted their tight end. You know they love their tight ends. They've targeted them at least six times each of the last four games, scored tight end touchdowns in three of them, averaging six catches, 70 yards over that span. With Henry out, uh, Anthony Lynn says it's going to be a some sort of committee, but I just don't see Jeff Cumberland and uh, who was the other? Seth McClure yeah, uh, something like that. jumping remember. in and taking. When Phillip Rivers gets in the red zone, he looks for Antonio Gates. So uh, the five teams that have been targeting tight ends at the level the Chargers uh, target tight ends uh, against the Jets have gained 302 yards and six touchdowns in in five games. So do the math. Uh, You're going to get some tight end stats against the Jets. This is it. He he came in, got the touchdown early on to set the record. He's on his way to Canton. One more time, you can trot out Antonio Gates, put him in your fantasy lineup, get some productivity, and then – slowly ambles down the road to the yellow jacket. Nice. I like it. <clears throat> I like it. At the $3,600 price tag, obviously we didn't know Hunter Henry would be placed on IR at that point. That's such a that's such a good price for him. I'm going to give you my wide receiver and tight end right in a row wow. because I forgot to give you guys my wide receiver. I thought maybe you just didn't have one prepped. I was maybe wondering why teammates we don't or... so quickly. I was like, hey, was I not paying attention? Okay, good. There's, uh, the, there's just too many really good know. wide receivers. Keelan Cole's a good value at like 54, 5,500 in there. I, I went with Pete, Paul Richardson, though. Uh, the numbers haven't really been there lately, but the targets are, and, and eventually I think that turns up, and I think that this game – uh, could have you know a decent amount of points with both Seattle and Dallas and Zeke Elliott back and and both of them really trying hard for one of those final you know couple playoff spots there. Um, Richardson has led the team in targets two the each of the last two weeks. He's led the team in targets several times this year, um, seven in each of the last two weeks. And Dallas is bottom five against wide receivers. They've allowed the most touchdowns to wide receivers in the NFL, and since week ten. They've allowed 13 different wide receivers to either hit 50 yards or score a touchdown. Um, in that same stretch, eight different wide receivers have touchdowns. Uh, I think there's a lot of value here for Paul Richardson, who who is getting the targets still. And 5300, it's it's a pretty dang good price. But moving on to tight end, 4500 dollars. My boy Cameron Brait, OJ Howard on IR. Cameron Brait led the league in the league in tight end touchdowns last year. Uh, he is back with Jameis Winston <laughs> back in the lineup. Um, he's averaging about four catches a game, or four, yeah, four catches a game. I know the Panthers are pretty good against tight ends, but they've allowed three touchdowns in the last five games to tight ends, and they've given up 130 yards and two touchdowns over just the last two weeks. Ah, uh, I, I I love Bright with Winston, and I can't help it. Forty five hundred dollars seems crazy low, but uh, maybe at that point they thought Howard was going to play. <laughs> well, yeah, the the uh, IR move just came yesterday, so I'm sure Oz did not have a uh, an opportunity to reset the uh, the Munchkins and the Flying Monkeys and whatever right. else Oz needs to to do to uh, to set up. And you, we've talked about this before. Jameis Winston absolutely locks in on Cameron Bright. Yeah, now, he does. Last week he. 
you know, he kind of had the Mike Evans that he need, OJ had needed the to, to yeah. feed. But I know OJ and Ooh. Evans got his. I like the Bray pick. Ooh, I have a fun Ooh, stat here. Here it comes. Yeah, uh, Bray's averaging just under four catches a game. Uh, <laughs> and part of that fun. is part of that is because because of friggin' you know Fitz, <laughs> Fitzpatrick. But every single tight end with at least with four catches or more against Carolina has had at least sixty yards. There you every go. single one. And they're going to have some uh, linebacker issues this week too. Thomas Davis is is out on the suspension. Um, I believe they have uh, isn't uh, Shaq. Uh, uh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The, he, I believe he's out as I well. I keep thinking Shaq Griffin, but it's not no, Shaq Griffin. No, it's Seattle. Uh, I, Shaq Lawson. Yeah, Shaq Lawson. There you go. Is yep. out or injured? Shaquille O'Neal is also out for this week. Yes, he. I would not want to face Shaquille O'Neal this week. All right, you know what? That's it. Let's wrap it up. Values for one day. Yep, we're a little over, so let's call it a day. Thank you for calling in, Jay. Thank you for being here, John Tuvey, because it's your job to be here. So uh, for Jay Clemens at M-I-N underscore Jay Clemens, despite the fact he's, he's in, in Atlanta. Brazil. Brazil underscore need, Jay Clemens. Yeah, you need to change that underscore every time that you, you're in a different city. I where think. in the world is Jay Clemens? <laughs> yes. It shouldn't just be where you live. It should be wherever you're currently located. How's that sound, Jay? Um, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> it seems like a lot of work. It does seem like it, a lot of work. Knows I'm trying really hard to, to rent out my apartment for Super Bowl week, so I might be in somewhere Ooh. else for that week. Oh. A, a remote location. Well, Maybe I'll go to that city in Wisconsin that has all the indoor part, the water park. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's. Uh, oh, I thought you were going to say that one city in Wisconsin that has indoor plumbing. No, but it's I think talking about booked. the Dells. <laughs> <laughs> Dream vacation. The Dells don't Dells, have a yeah, club. Yeah. You, ju- you just go at the pool when you're at the Dells. Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> so, uh, I don't. I was joking. <laughs> um, oh, I lost my train of thought. You, you, were ha- you had Jay's Twitter handle, I, I, GPS I, underscore I was going to say it's going to be tough for Jay to uh, – you know, rent out his apartment because normally in a Super Bowl city you have two sets of fan bases, but one of the fan bases for this Super Bowl already lives here. That's they don't. They don't need your apartment, Jay. So it's going to need to rent it out to Jacksonville people. And do you really want Jacksonville people in your house, Jay? Yeah. So if you keep keeping track, it's the Dells underscore Jay Clemens. That's my name. <laughs> the Dells underscore Jay Clemens. All right. And for John Tuvey at J Tuvey, for myself at Scottfish at Scottfish24 on Twitter. Thanks for listening. Have a great day. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.